This is the Seller Process Podcast, where we talk about the best systems, processes, and SOPs for your Amazon business so that you can regain control of your time, build up your team, and scale your e-com empire. Hello, entrepreneurs. If you're struggling every day with getting done all you've got on your plate and you're looking to become more efficient and productive in order to accomplish all the goals you set for this year, then this episode is for you. Our guest today will share with us a four-step process for effective execution that will help you reach your targets and grow your brand. Today, we're joined by Dev Chandra, a productivity coach, strategy junkie, and the founder of The Process Hacker. Previously, he was an engineer and naval officer. In 2019, he started his blog, The Process Hacker, to explore and write about all things productivity, habits, and goals. Today, you can now uh, find Dev working remotely on his business while getting lost in the world and exploring the outdoors. Hey, Dev, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. So, Dev, you are a kind of you're a different kind, let's say, of uh, of a guest compared to the the one that we're used to in, in mm-hmm. this podcast. You know, we usually uh, interview Amazon sellers or uh, coaches, uh, people that work around the Amazon space. But uh, uh, in, in this case, you're not an Amazon seller, but what you're doing it's very interesting because uh, your your coaching activity. It goes around uh, productivity, uh, systems hacking, and efficiency. So, which is pretty much, you know, what we are also talking about in this podcast, uh, specifically, you know, on the on the Amazon space. So, uh, I love to, you know, jam with you about your execution system uh, that you you are using. So, you're you're helping other people, other business owners to to basically tackle their their day you know reach their targets and become more efficient through you know effective execution so i'd like you to go uh, to to tell us a little bit more about what is this system uh, about and how can amazon sellers specifically can benefit from from it yeah so it's um it's a system that my mentor created uh manny via from 2000 books and we basically use the four disciplines of execution, which is uh, a big book in the business world on how to execute, right? Uh, Because a lot of stuff on goals is related to setting goals. But the most important thing with the goal is actually achieving the goal. It's not like, because we can always create these goals, you know, but if nothing happens, then then you're not going anywhere, right? So um, yeah, there's four steps to the process. I I can go through it. If you want. Yeah, give us like a, a general like overview of these steps, and then we can go deep on each one, and yeah, we'll, we'll see. How it goes. Yeah, so the four DX framework or four disciplines of execution are one: focus on the wildly important; two, uh, like uh, take action on the lead measures, so act on the lead measures; three, keep a compelling scoreboard; and four, keep a, or maintain a cadence of accountability. So each of those pieces is critical for execution. 
Okay. Okay. Great. So let's dive into the the first uh, the first step, uh, which is the focusing on the important things. So that's uh, that's something you know. I recently went through a, a poll on LinkedIn, and a lot of majority of people said that they were struggling with focus. So that's yeah. really really important. Like, tell us what what is that first step about, and how people can learn to be more focused on the important things. Yeah. So a lot of times when people think of focus, they think of, okay, focusing on the task in front of you, which is, which is very important, right? So when you're going through your day to day and you're focusing, you don't want to multitask. You want to really, if you, with, with deep work, right? Focused work, I think for your Amazon sellers, it would be finding that next product to sell on your store. It's, it's really Hey, I'm going to put all my brain power and energy into the work, right? And not and put your phone on dis, do not disturb, play, work in a quiet space so you're not distracted, right? So the first step in this process is focusing on the wildly important. So I was saying that's what we think about when it comes to focus, but it starts with the goal, right? So with, with focusing on the wildly important, we have to first pick a wildly important goal to focus on. So before you're even doing work, right, just to sake of doing work, you need a goal to actually go after. And, and you don't want goals. You would prefer, like if you're an Amazon seller, focus on one big, wildly important goal at a time, right? And so this is like the consequence effect or outcome that you're trying to achieve with your store, right? And so if we break that down even further, you want to make it an outcome-based goal. And we call this a lagging measure. So it's going to be in the form of from X to Y by when. So I want to increase my revenue from like 4,000 a month to 5,000 a month in this quarter, right? So that that is the framework of the goal. And how do you know if it's a great goal? Well, we're going to use the smartest framework, which means it's smart, but it also has this additional purpose-driven framework that I'll go through. So SMART is your, your, your simple acronym. Is it simple and concise, measurable, or um, is, it, is it specific? So is it simple and concise, measurable? What is progress? Actionable, what is the action you're going to take relevant? Is it, do you have the skills and experience or can you learn it? And time-bound, so by when are you going to achieve it, right? So that's the what. But now you're going to also add in the why, which is the EST part of SMART, right? And so we're going to add the purpose-driven component to this most important goal. So that's, is it exciting? Does it get you out of bed? So is it like you're pushing, you're, you're taking your goal of revenue that you set for yourself for profit, and are you pushing to a new level that you, it gets you out of bed every day, right? Summoning your supreme self. Is it aligned to your mission and value? So what is the point of the store. So why does the store, like, what are you doing? Is this for your family? Is this because you're trying to like retire early, right? You got to have that big why and then testing. Does it bring out your best work? So when you show up to go to work and trying to build the store, are you putting your best effort forward? And so that's the first part of the process. Awesome. Okay. I love this, this addition to this smart goal, because I guess most people know what smart goals are, but uh, you're adding this EST, which is, yeah. you know, the, the purpose 
side of our goals, which is, yeah. you know, really very, very important. And, you know, I suggest everybody to really like invest time in knowing what they want, knowing themselves, right. So that yeah. they can answer these big questions, like what their, what, what's their mission, what their, what their values are. And yeah, so I mean, that can, that's, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, with, with that, it's like, you can be creating a store, but if you don't have a big why or big purpose behind the store, you're going to, you're going to hit some hard, difficult moment and you're just going to stop. Right. And, and that's why the purpose part is important because if you know exactly why you're, you know, building the store, um, you have that driving, you know, reason in your life, you're going to want to create the store. You're going to want to push past and go to those next levels. Right. So that's why it, it, it's important. Cool, cool. Yeah, very important. Uh, something that I've done, for example, in this case is uh, I wrote my kind of vision statement, like three, four pages long, like just myself writing how I see, how I would like my business to be in very details, in all kinds of, you know, aspects of the business in like 10 years. So, you know, how my employees, how I, how I want my employees to be, my team, where I want to go, where I want to work. Uh, how many products I want to have, how many countries uh, I want to sell in and so on. So, you know, yeah, that, that building that vision, I think it's very important to, For sure. uh, to build. Yeah. Okay. So just to sum up this first uh, step, you know, like the, the framework that you're suggesting is I will achieve X, like uh, fill it up with what you would like to achieve from X to Y. So you know, the, the, what kind yeah. of change you want to see. So where are way. you at now? Where are you going to go? So what's your, if it's like revenue, right? Like what's your current revenue, right? What's the new revenue you want to achieve? And then by how long do you want to achieve it? by? And now you're giving yourself a deadline. So, you know, the exact change that you have to accomplish, but now you also have a deadline on top of it. Exactly, exactly. So for you guys who are listening, uh, remember that there is always uh, some complementary materials to the to our episodes. So you can go to the sellerprocess.com and download the worksheet that Dev is sharing with us. So you can find it in the show notes of this episode or in the in the description of the YouTube video. Okay, so you can download that and fill it up. It's going to be a worksheet that you can use in, in your own business. So Dev, let's go to step two now. Like what, what is that about? What should we do in, in step two? Okay, so step two is act on the lead measures. So you've just created an outcome-based, wildly important goal, right? So outcome, right? I want to hit this much revenue. I want to hit this much profit. Now we're going to boil that down into the activity that you're going to take. So a lead measure is another um, word of saying, what are the actions? So what is something, and this is three steps to figure three parts to figuring out if it's a lead measure is, is it measurable? So can you measure your action or activity? Is it predictive? So does what you're doing now result in the success of your goal? And is it influenceable? Is it the high, is it a high leverage action that you have directly under your control? Right. So the reason why this is important is because now it's like, okay, now we're going to go through the actual steps. Like if you're um, trying to put a new product, right. You're following that process and you ha you know how long it will take. Maybe you do some prospecting, 
whatnot, you're following a process of putting one product into the store. Maybe it's cold calling, right? So I will do three cold calls, right? So that's a finite activity that you could take under your control, right? So that's when I think of activity. The result is out of your control to a slight degree in the sense that you don't, well, it's out of your direct control, right? The activity is something in your direct control where you can't directly control revenue, right? Like you can't just say, Hey, like I'm going to go from 3000 to 4,000 in a month, right? There's actions that you're going to take, like, Hey, adding new products, maybe you're doing sales, right. That are in your direct control. And that's the whole point of this step. It's, it's now trying to measure the activities that are going to lead to that higher level goal that we established in the first step. Yeah. 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 That's, that's very interesting. And uh, I think that's one of the key really to effective execution because uh, it's this change of mindset between the the uh, final results and the activities that will lead us to to get the final results, right? As you said, you cannot control revenue, right? I cannot decide tomorrow to have one thousand more dollars in revenue, but yeah. uh, what I can do, for example, is to launch a new product, right? Or or optimize my PPC campaigns, mm-hmm. uh, do a number of activities that can you know improve that can lead to the improvement of our revenue. So yeah. you got to find that out and, uh, um, you know, act on those, uh, um, activities. Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's then, uh, what, what's next after we, we have the control of these activities. So the next part is keeping a compelling scoreboard, right? And so this analogy comes out of sports, right? Why? Like you're at a, you're at a football game, right? And you're watching the two teams play and everybody knows what the score is at all times, you know, who's winning. Right. And so that's the critical uh, aspect. So the scoreboard is going to track your progress on both your outcome. So your wildly important goal and the activities that are under your control. Right. So, um, and it will display like necessary info. So it will keep you accountable. Right. And you know, if you're winning, right. Like when we're watching a, a match, we know who's winning, right? And that's the whole point of this, right? So it could be a whiteboard on your wall where you just track every day, like, hey, I have this much revenue this month. I have uh, this many products I've added to the store, right? It could be an Excel sheet on your computer. It could be on an app, right? But it has to be easily accessible, right? And and when you look at this sheet, you have to know if you're winning, right? So for me, like what I do is like, I, I track the actions. So the like, Hey, this is how many, you know, blogs I've written for you. It could be, this is how many products you put out. This is how many calls I've made. Right. And then the outcome. Okay. This is the number of revenue I have collected this month. Right. Okay. Okay. And great. So, so yeah, sorry. The last ahead. part is just to quickly sum up. There's four things that you need to know if your scoreboard is good, is it simple, right? Can you access it easily? So simple, accessible, right? Can you see or see or access it? Does it show both lead and lag measures? And can you know right away if you're winning or losing? So just, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So uh, how, how often do you suggest then to, to uh, look at the scoreboard or, or like adding information to the scoreboard? So I would say at least look at it daily, right? So revisit your numbers daily, like how much revenue, because this is the driving factor for a lot of people, right? It's like, where am I at in terms of the goal that I'm trying to accomplish, right? And then when you're feeling down, so if you're like, 
feeling like, Hey, I don't know if I could do it. You can look at your numbers and be like, no, I'm actually doing, I'm actually on track or no, I'm not on track. Let me step it up. Right. And so that's, those are the two times I would look at it. Like once a day, maybe when you start your day, it could be twice a day. So beginning or end, end of the day. And then times when you're feeling like you need a little boost. Right. So it's, um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You can have it anywhere. Like for me, I have a whiteboard here, easily displayable and I can update numbers on there. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So something, uh, I I use something similar uh, actually, uh, because I'm also familiar with this book that you are, you're suggesting. And, uh, basically what I do, uh, that I can, I can add to what you just mentioned is, uh, I, I basically fill out the, this, uh, scoreboard on a weekly basis, like every Monday with, you know, the, the most important metrics, like the, the activities that you mentioned, you know, there is revenue, uh, but there is there also are like uh, influencers outreach or like social media followers, things like that. So things that are more in your control and, and less. Uh, so you, you're keeping track of lead and lag measures like you like you mentioned. And uh, this is not planned, actually, but uh, guys, if you'd like to to get this uh, spreadsheet that I'm using, you know, just email me at uh, podcast at thesellerprocess.com and I will send you that. Uh, All right. So then uh, there is the last step, right? Uh, Step four. What, what, what do we do after we, we set our goals? We, we set the activities that will move us toward our goals. And then we're keeping track of how we're doing with those activities What's the final step? The last step is accountability. And the biggest reason why people don't achieve their goals because they're not held accountable, right? Accountability. This is like the most important part of the puzzle. Um, So the the actual phrase is, let's maintain a cadence of accountability, meaning you're having accountability regularly so that you you will get after your goals, right? And so the first two, um, parts that I'll talk about when it comes to accountability, you can do on your own or with others, but when you have humans involved, so my mentor calls this the human forcing function, right? So now if we're accountable to people, we're actually taking our accountability to the next level, right? So the first part is reviewing at the end of every day, how did you do? And what did you, what did you get done? What did you not get done? And what did you learn? Right? So your account, you're holding yourself accountable to what happened that day. And then at the end of the day, you could plan for the next day, or you could plan when you start the day. What are you going to commit to for this day or planning for the week, right? For this week, as a result of the review, do you just conduct it, right? So these two you can do. So we, in our company, we hold uh, weekly planning sessions every on Sunday and Monday where our clients can jump on and like actually plan out their week. Uh, and then we do daily planning and review for those clients who want to do the more intensive. We call it quantum leap and you could do it every day uh, in a group coaching call in the morning to plan out your day and review how your day was yesterday. So you could do that on your own or you could do it with a, with a peer or with like a coaching group. So the next thing with accountability is your environment, right? So this is a big one when it comes to like a lot of our clients are having, are, are, are working on weight goals. Right. And so how, what are, is, what is in your surrounding? Right. So if you have food, the analogy is like, Hey, if you have junk food around the house, 
And if you're going out to workout classes, right? So like, does your environment support your goal, right? Are you in a noisy environment? Are you in a closed room where you can actually focus, right? Are you in a co-working space where you see other people working, kind of helping you get work done, right? So that's another accountability mechanism. And then the next ones are all people focused. So your accountability team. So who's maybe your coworkers, your peers, mentors, coaches that are going to offer you accountability and specifically mentors. Is there someone in your life that you can report to about, Hey, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm going. And then they're going to help give you feedback and push you along. And then coach is another word for mentor. It's very similar, right? Network, right? Is there people in your network that will help hold you accountable that will be there to support and give you value? So if you have an audience, like kind of like you, you're, you're held accountable by your audience because your audience is expecting content from you. Right. And then the last thing is like uh, masterminds or conferences. So like a mastermind, you're showing up with a group of peers on a regular basis to again, report progress on your goals, talk about what you're going to work on and, and then go off and work on it. Right. So in all these different forms of accountability, you're having to report. The main thing is reporting your progress trying to figure out what went well, what didn't go well, and then going and executing and then coming back and repeating. And that is what drives accountability the fastest. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think this force, the, the first step is the, it's, it's basically the most important because, uh, um, you know, having a, somebody like a peer or a mentor to, to go to and, you know, share, share, you know, what worked, what didn't work and, you know, share just your, uh, how you're going about achieving your goal is going to help you tremendously really into achieving, mm. uh, the, the goals that you set. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. Um, so these are the four, the four steps. So I, guys, I, I really encourage you to download this, uh, worksheet that you can find, uh, in the episode show notes at the sellerprocess.com or in the, in the YouTube, um, video description. Um, so Dev, you, you know, at the seller process, we are very into, very much into, uh, systems, processes, and SOPs. So, you know, for my final question, I'd like you, I'd like you to, to tell us what are your best advice uh, to achieve more with less when it comes to execution and achieving our goals. Yeah, really, if you're building, if you're building a side business, right, you're focused on this Amazon store that you're building or other t- e-commerce store, right? Focus on one big thing at a time. Right. So one major initiative. So you're gonna have your day-to-day processes, like you're gonna have to um deal with fires and like um deal with emails, stuff like that. But you you should be uh, focused on one initiative to grow your business per month, right? So really it, it, whether it's trying to grow revenue, whether it's trying to um reach a certain profit level, but it should be one major initiative that you focus on per month. And this is, this is the wildly important goal that we talked about, because if you try to do too many things, you're going to, your attention is going to be spread all over the place and, and you will make slower progress on everything, right? So when you do one big thing, it will actually accelerate your ability to achieve that goal. And then you can work on the next one and the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. What what would you say 
to people who are like kind of indecisive. You, they, they, they just work on so many things at once uh, and, you know, they don't know even how to prioritize, right? So how can we, what could be a, a, some tips or a, a suggestion that we can give to these people who uh, are, you know, trapped in this lack of focus? Yeah, um, so this is actually one thing we'd work on with our clients. Like, there's gonna come a time. There comes so many times where you're at a you're at a decision point and you have to make a decision, right? Or maybe there's something blocking. There's an obstacle in your way that's stopping your progress, right? This is where the accountability and specifically coach, mentor, or mastermind piece is like huge, right? So don't try to build your business in a vacuum. Definitely, like if you're stuck on something, get a coach, get a mentor, uh, go to a mastermind group. Why? Because you can come to that group or go to that coach. So this is what I do for clients. Like, hey, I am struggling with this. And then we 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 discuss it. Okay, we discuss what's the actual issue. Okay. What what are potential solutions? So now we figure out options and then we pick one and we and then that solves the problem. So don't with this step involve other people, present potential solutions to the problem that you're dealing with. And then work on which one is the best one. And then and then once you make a decision, you go after it. And then you repeat whenever another problem has. Because if you try to solve it by yourself, you're just going to be like, well, I could go this way or that way. And anytime that I've had a major decision in my life or even smaller decisions, I'll bring it to a coach, I'll bring it to a mentor, and I'll discuss it. And then we'll pick a plan of execution. And you might go down the wrong path. And that happens but then what, at least you tried it and now you can go back and now pick a different route. Right. So that's, that's the best way to, to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, absolutely great advice. So, you know, people can, can start with this process by going, going through your worksheet, but what if they would like to take it a step further? Like how can you help them achieving yeah. their goals? So I have a free download on my site too. And if you just go to theprocesshacker.com slash WFH, so work from home, WFH, that's a free work from home PDF that I have. So if you're you're struggling to work from home, that's got a lot of great app recommendations, book recommendations, uh, how to do your desk, stuff like that. So you can get the ground right. If you want to work with me specifically, um, feel free to like shoot me an email at dev at the process hacker.com. Um, or, uh, I'm sure my information will be in the show notes and, uh, in the worksheet. So, uh, feel free to reach out and yeah. And then we can figure it out from there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing your tips and uh, the first steps Dev. Um, so guys, remember the key to success is to emulate the best. So, so take action on the tips that Dev just shared with us, you know, go download the, the worksheet and start using it in your business so that you can achieve your goals faster and uh, uh, with in less time possibly and with less effort. Uh, thank you again for being here in, in our show, Dev. I enjoyed our talk. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoyed the show and learned something from the interview. Remember to go grab the free resources for this episode at thesellerprocess.com. Check the links and tools in the show notes. And don't forget to sign up for our free email list to get the latest systems and SOPs shared exclusively with our subscribers. 
And now entrepreneurs, it's time for action.